Welcome to the Man Under Construction Podcast. Thank you for stopping by here at the Man Under Construction Podcast. I really appreciate it. And first of all, I want to say thank you to all the guys out there, all my friends and and family out there who said uh, some prayers and some encouraging words over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Recently, my family and I went through some hard times. And if you uh, follow the page, the Man Under Construction page, I I did share a little bit about that. And we've been, we're doing okay. We're coming along and each day we're getting, we're getting strength and we're uh, getting better as as the days go by. And uh, we'll always remember that special blessing that was in our life, and we'll never forget. Touched so many lives in that short amount of time, and, and we love him, and we know that he's in a good place right now, and we love you, Kingston. And I know that you're you're smiling down on your parents, and we're always thinking about you. So thank you guys out there for all your love and support. I want to thank God for giving me the strength again to I continue to share different things about my life and in hopes that it'll help somebody out there. So uh, thank you, God, for that. And I want to thank my wife, Sheila, for standing by me and supporting what I do. She's a strong woman, and I'm I'm blessed to have her in my life. And she supports what I'm doing 100%. And I can never thank her enough. She's just an amazing woman, and I love her so much. Today we're we're in for a treat. Today we are, we are in for a treat. We got Jackson from the Alpha Tribe. He joins the, the podcast, and he's going to share a little bit about what the Alpha Tribe is. It's a community of men uh, that help each other, and they hold uh, different events, and they have different uh, tools that you can use on their website, and you can connect with them. I won't give too much away. I'll let Jackson explain all that, but uh, it, was a, it's an, it was an amazing podcast, an amazing conversation, and here he is. He joins us via Zoom. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here on this uh, Man Under Construction podcast. I'm I'm here with a special guest uh, from the tribe. It's a men's community. His name is Jackson, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what the tribe does and what their goal is, what they're all about, and uh, hopefully later on in the podcast, we can get into uh, who Jackson is and how he got involved in this. So, Jackson, thank you so much for taking the time uh, out of your busy day here in the evening and uh, joining us and sharing a little bit about the tribe and yourself. Thank you. It's great to be on here and have this conversation with you. We've had a few back and forths, I think, on social media, but it's great to actually be in front of you and connect um, on a more personal level. So I appreciate you uh, taking the time for us to jump on and share what it is we're about. Yeah, awesome, man. So uh, to get things started, I I, I came across and and this is like uh, the logistics i don't i don't know who followed who first but uh we we came across each other and i saw what you guys are doing uh, do you mind telling us what exactly uh you guys are or who you are i remember uh through messages you said it's it's a it's it's a community of guys several guys it's not just one individual man uh leading this front but it's several men and uh do you mind sharing that with us yeah um so tribe or, you know, alpha tribe, we're known as that as well. Um, it's a community of men that are really looking to um, cultivate something meaningful in their life. Um, something that's a little bit below the surface, something with a little depth to it. 
And the founders or the men who created this come from their own personal backgrounds in, um, they have their own specific areas where they specialize. And um, it kind of started just as a group of those men supporting each other. And there's such a need right now for that in the world of men kind of coming together, supporting one another, um, that this community began to form. And part of what we're focusing on doing with Tribe is making it something that everyone can be a part of, that everyone can play um, in the arena as much as they want. So there's no one person leading the show. There's no one person that says, this is what it means to be a man. This is how you need to show up. Um, but it's a, it's a conglomeration of ideas um, from many different men, from several individuals, um, about what that means. And um, everyone has their own unique kind of gifts and talents that they bring to what it is we're doing. And as we continue to grow it, you know, a big part of it is creating opportunity for other people who are in this, um, who are in this work or who feel called to um, support men in massive ways, support men in just smaller ways to have an opportunity and a platform to do that. So we're looking to create something um, that's national, that's worldwide. We already have people um, down in Australia with Texas, um, New York. Um, we have individuals that fly all across the, the globe to come to events that we host, but really getting wow. their own events established and their own flag in the ground in these different um, parts of the world so people can come find um, support from other men and um, find that depth and cultivate something meaningful for them, themselves in their life. And that's, that's really awesome. That's really awesome, especially when, when you start something. Uh, well, I hate to use grassroots. Uh, that term is, is thrown around a lot. But something that, that originates from something sincere is amazing. And to, to watch it grow into what it's become, like uh, the tribe has become, is, is amazing. So I, I definitely agree with you that we, we are lacking depth in, in today's man. There, there's so much missing. And I can say from personal experience, uh, that lack of depth uh, took me a uh, through a long road, a long road of, of emptiness. And uh, I, I fought through several things, uh, pornography, addiction. I had to fight through, through several things. But that lack of depth with, with other men um, who could help me pull myself out uh, was lacking in my life. And I can, I can definitely see the, the need for that. And whether men like to admit it or not, we, we are desperate beings uh, looking for connection. And we can hide it under uh, big muscles and, and a tight suit, but deep inside, we're just, if you really want to think about it, we're just little boys looking to connect and, and uh, rough each other up and grow. I hope that makes some sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of parts to being a, a man. You know, there's a lot of different parts that make up um, what it means to be a man, especially in the modern world. Things are a little bit different than they were 20, 30, 100 years ago. Yeah, exactly. The roles in our society have shifted a little bit, which isn't a bad thing, but it's how do we actually skillfully navigate these changes, um, which is you know what a lot of this um you know men's groups are really popular right now that's something that's happening there's been 
a response to what's been happening in the collective. And there's this need for attention, for cultivation of something on the masculine front and on the feminine front as well. You know, just as um, you were saying, there's this need for connection. And if we deny that, there's problems. And there's this need to break through and the need to challenge ourselves and pursue purpose. And if we deny that, we have challenges. So it's, it's being aware of all the things that we need as individuals and then finding time, creating time, creating ways to actually nourish ourselves in, in those areas of our life. Exactly. You, you also mentioned how uh, this community of men uh, you don't like to uh, put a singular name to it or an individual to it, but uh, you, you operate it from uh, a collective. You operate it from different perspectives. And, and that's exactly right. That is 100% true. We all come from different walks of life. We all experience things differently. We're each individual. Uh, we have our own personal opinions, feelings. And with that, we have our own perspectives. Uh, masculinity and manhood is, is a enormous, it's a gigantic beast. It's a beast that one man cannot uh, take alone. And um, it, it's, a, it's a lifetime journey. Uh, like, I, I don't, if, if a man comes up to me and says that I, I am a true man, I have it all figured out, you, you know, I'm calling your bluff. That's not possible right. to achieve uh, all that man has to offer. Or, or all that the potential man can be. We can strive for it and continue to work and, and we'll, and that's, that's the journey, constantly working and passing those uh, lessons down. So uh, the people behind us can go further than we've, we've gone. So I completely agree with that, that perspective. So the, the tribe, what, um, the, what's uh, the end, uh, the end goal for this? Like, uh, like uh, obviously there is, no potential end goal because you know you keep growing you keep growing but what is like uh kind of like uh the milestone the milestone the the target that you guys are shooting for uh, you know within the tribe yeah it's just to have an impact as big of an impact as we're here to have you know um even if it's only impacting uh 50 men in the way that they need to be impacted um if it's to impact 10,000, 100,000, that's beautiful too. But, you know, we're not for everybody. We're not going to be for everybody and that's okay. Um, but with that in mind, you know, we intend to grow this community as large as we can. So again, people have access to um, meaningful conversations. So people have access to, to, um, to clear, honest feedback. So people have access to the things that they need to, to heal themselves in the areas that need to be healed, to challenge themselves in the areas that need to be challenged. Um, so currently, you know, the goal is to um, just continue getting the word out about who we are and what we're doing. Right. And in the long run, we'd love to have people established, um, like I said, all over the world, hosting events, hosting uh workshops, um, men's groups, places where people can get support, people, places where people can share who they are and what they're about, share their gifts with the community of men, with other people, um, no matter where they are. 
So you don't need to fly, you know, to California <laughs> to have that kind of experience. You don't need yeah. to fly to New York, but you know, there's something in your community that you can go to, that you can show up to, that you can uh, find the support you're looking for. That's awesome. And we desperately need it. We need each other. And um, I, I, uh, through my page, I, and especially on the content that I try to share, and I try to be as original as possible and, and uh, real as possible. And, but I'm operating from my own personal experience and my own, uh, I guess, lessons that, that I'm learning and wisdom that I'm acquiring through reading and self uh, reflecting. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. And uh, with that cough, I totally lost my train of thought. I, <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely apologize about that. The thought will come back to me. And uh, you know what? That, that's, that's the real deal. I lost my train of thought. But uh, one question that I was going to ask is, uh, could you give us a little insight as to like um, some of the, the meetings that, that you guys have? Like what, what happens, what occurs, uh, what kind of, uh, let's say I go to a tribe men's group, uh, what typically occurs? Um, you know, there's a number of things that could, that could go down. Let me, uh, I'll sum it up like this. Um, most of what we do is about what we call practice, practice, doing the work, doing the thing that needs to happen. Um, you can liken it to, um, building a movement pattern in the body. Like if you were to play sports, you were to do martial arts, something like this. Mm -hmm. um, there's a certain technique or thing that needs to happen um, in your nervous system in order for something to shift and change. Um, it may be that you need to learn how to um, breathe or sit in a certain way. It may be that you need to learn how to verbalize a certain thing or draw a boundary. Um, what our groups consist of is opportunities for men to practice those different things, to actually get them in their body. Um, it's, embodiment embodiment i've been a part of a lot of different men's groups i've checked things out for a little bit and the one thing that i i see try bringing is this level of embodiment to everything that we talk about um so you know we could say something about showing up uh showing up like a leader in the world um showing up clear knowing what your purpose is There's a certain way a man who knows what his purpose is holds himself. There's a certain yeah. way a man who's clear about what he's about mm -hmm. um, walks and breathes and talks. So we're not just about trying these things on to come off as an individual that knows those things, right? So I could mm -hmm. straighten my spine and now people think that like I'm in charge. That's not it. But something does happen when you straighten your spine. So what pieces are missing? And, you know, it could be the group that we're in in the community and individual. What is, what are the blind spots this person needs to hear about in order to show up in the world? Um, the way that we can see he's capable of showing up. Mm -hmm. What does he need to hear? What kind of feedback does he need? And that can come in a lot of different ways, but at the end of the day, what you'll experience in our groups is practice bringing whatever it is that's missing in your life, that's missing in your body, that's missing in the way that you are in the world. Practice bringing that into your body, bringing that into your being. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly that's exactly right. And I think to a certain extent, we both operate in the same uh, the same sphere. And uh, the thought that I was trying to to share earlier is slowly coming back to <laughs> it's slowly coming back to me. All right. So, um, I I like I do follow the pages um, and and other you know man oriented stuff, and a lot of it is is superficial, like you mentioned. Um, you know, straighten up your spine and stand up like you know everything. Like that's the the feeling I get from some of these pages. Just exterior, look the part, act tough, walk around. But when when I started this off, I I knew that there was a need. Like, um, in order to be able to sustain that standing tall, to be in order to be able to sustain that confidence, to sustain that that purpose it needs a solid foundation. It needs to be built on something that's not movable or immovable, I should say. And, and a lot of that is, is dealing with the interior parts of our, uh, of the man, our heart, our, what we think, our soul. And, and that's the area that I delve in a, a lot because um, that's what I was missing. That's, that's what I was missing a lot in my life. I didn't have any depth. So anytime I would try to stand tall or overcome certain things, I would fail because the pieces weren't in place to hold up that structure. My foundation was weak. And, and that's the, the, those are the parts that are missing in a lot of our lives. We, we don't have those little areas that, that hold up the structure to be able to stand tall. And, and I see from, from, from what you're telling me that that's the areas that you focus on, you practice on them to be able to strengthen that foundation, to be, uh, that confident man, that man with a purpose. And I, I see a desperate need for that. There's a lot of men aimlessly walking around. I, I, there's this, um, I guess not analogy, but kind of like in my mind, I see it like this horse, a horse is, has brute force. It's a strong beast, but if it's not tamed, if it's not taught, it, it just runs wild it, until it's broken and, and, and controlled, it can be used for force, uh, force for good. It could do a lot of good uh, for, uh, you know, especially in the earlier days when uh, horses were <laughs> a major part of, of um, moving from place to place. But that's what I see men, uh, just a bunch of unbroken horses running aimlessly in the wild with no direction, no purpose. Yeah. Your purpose is so important to the masculine to the masculine part in all of us, whether mm-hmm. it be male or female. Purpose is, you know, some of the teachers I've worked with, they call this, you know, of being a purpose-driven being. Like purpose is everything for, for most men. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Like what is, what is the purpose of me being on, what, what am I here to do? What do exactly. I need to become? Who do I need to be? And, when we're unclear about what that is and we're just kind of drifting through life, a lot of our faculties and talents and gifts and the things that we're here to bring and give, not only do they go by the wayside, but they can come out sideways. You know, that energy that could be used to propel towards a certain thing, to be a certain way, the energy is still there, but where's it going? Um, So, Purpose is so important. And, you know, as things are kind of shifting in the world, 
a lot of guys are unclear of what their purpose is. Why are they here? It used to be part of our culture, mm-hmm. right? Sign up for um, military. That would give us purpose. Yeah. Um, we would have a job or a trade that we worked for a number of years. That would give us a purpose. We have a family. But a lot of these constructs aren't what they used to be. And as a result, um, there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit left in the dust of that. And, and the, currently, a lot of it's men just not knowing who they are, what they're about. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And what, um, where do you, you you see that? That fall I'm sorry. Where, where do you see that? Because it has to originate from somewhere. Where, where do you see that that shift, you know, be, begin to happen? And in most men today, like you said, um, today's men, things aren't what they used to be before. Uh, and so a lot of men are running uh, aimlessly. Is it, is it something that they were, uh, weren't taught? Is it something, uh, a wound that, that they never addressed and just kind of covered it up and, and now are consumed by it? What, what do you, what do you think? And I, and all thing, all these things can be true at the same time, um, but uh, what would I, I just want to see your perspective on it? Uh, you know, the perspective of the the tribe. Sure. Am I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I, am I am I digging a little too deep, brother? No, you're fine. No, I'm just pausing for a moment. I sometimes like to pause and just collect myself before I. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I know. I, I saw it. And I was like, no, oh, it's man. good. It's a it's a good question. Very good. Question. I'm I'm wondering. Oh man, am I am I uh, am I firing at all cylinders right now? Am I? So uh, uh, that's just the way my mind operates. Uh, no, it's great. It's and great. Uh, like I said, for myself, I've I've daily, you know, I try to self-analyze and dig a little deeper, you know, why this and this, or yeah. why this occurs, why do I do this? And uh, it's become a part of my daily life and it's enriched my, uh, my marriage with my wife and definitely inspired me to be a better father to my daughter and uh, to my friends around me. And, and of course, to the community that, that I talk to through my page. So, um, so, so <laughs> I apologize if I'm throwing all these, uh, you know, below the surface uh, no, I love we analogies and questions. I love to go deep. I'd much rather go deep than say superficial. All right. So, yeah, and like I said, just pause to kind of make sure that what I'm saying is not some superficial, blah, you know, but it's actually something that is useful. Yeah, us. yeah, of course. So I, uh, I guess with the, well, the question I was saying, where, where do you see um, that shift? That shift from uh, where men start going from structured to unstructured, from uh, having purpose to walking around aimlessly? Is it something that possibly the parents didn't pass down or is it something that society has created? Uh, what, what are your, your thoughts on that? I'd say all of these things, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things have an impact. There's not a lot of, um, my experience growing up, I didn't have a lot of male role models my father wasn't around. I didn't grow up with someone showing me, kind of showing me the ropes, you know, of how to um, how to be in the world, how to be useful in the world, how to be, and how to be myself in the world as well. Um, but I think there's a number of different structures, a number of different reasons why that happens. But a big part of it, 
I think a big part of it is that male influence, a male influence from somewhere, um, whether it be, you know, a teacher or a coach or mm -hmm. um, whether it be a neighbor, um, a father, an uncle. Um, there's not a lot of that. And, and now my brother. Much of that in the world yeah. as we need. Mm -hmm. And now we're at the, I think we're at the core of it, which, which I believe is at the core we've underestimated the impact a man has and we're paying the price for it now is is my belief we can i was speaking to a, a friend of mine on a previous podcast uh, fred fred three and um we were talking about just the impact that a fatherless or a male role model um if, if there's no uh male there just how much of an impact that is and I, I and I'm not I get that you know women are um, rising up and getting in the work, workforce and and those are good things I'm not arguing against that but with every action there is uh, equal or less uh, I'm not sure how the quote goes for every uh, action there's a reaction so yes these are good things but keep in mind if if uh, women start to rise up there's a there's an effect that causes men to step down because there you know what purpose do i have to rise uh what need is there for me to rise up if someone else is going to do it mm -hmm. so yeah. we start to create that that domino effect until we well, end up until we end up where we're at right now yeah and you know for a masculine being we use the terminology alpha kind of as a instead of masculine but as a masculine individual, um, if someone else is doing the work, that's cool. I'll just chill. You know I'll what? Relax. I, I'll, I'll just, you know what? That's I'll attribute that to human nature. Mm -hmm. If it's human nature to choose a path of least resistance, there's no denying that. Why am I going to work hard at something when I don't have to? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think we're, we're treading in some very deep waters, <laughs> which yeah. is good. This is, these are the conversations we need to be having. And this well, is the kind of conversation I was hoping that, that yeah. we would go to because I, I love operating in this, in this uh, realm because it's uncomfortable, because it's, it's not common. And like you said, you, you guys with the tribe, you guys are trying to focus on that, on the missing pieces below the surface. So I, I I'm, I'm a hundred percent in this conversation. I, I love it. I enjoy it. And every time you have these kind of conversations, even though you're familiar with, with what we're talking about, or you've overcome your own obstacles, you can still walk away with something that, that edifies you, something that builds you up. Like after this, uh, I'll get off and I'll listen to a podcast again over, you know, edit it, whatever. And I'll still walk away. Oh, I'll walk away. I know some of the stuff you're talking about, but I'll walk away, you know, that much better. So these, these kind of conversations are awesome. I enjoy them. Much needed. Yes, sir. So, um, not to switch too many topics. Uh, you you mentioned that that you grew up uh, without that male uh, role model, and mm -hmm. if you're comfortable sharing, how did that impact your life? Let's say later on in life, because I I, I know it impacted me and and uh, led me down the road of uh, and I've shared my struggle with pornography, you know, I was addicted to it for 
for 20 years. It consumed my life. It, it destroyed a lot of parts of my, of me, but because I didn't have that male direction telling me, you know what, this is not what a relationship is. This is not what uh, intimacy is all about. And I didn't have that guidance to, to, you know, kind of direct me out of that. And I would have, oh, man, can you imagine how many, how many years I would have saved had a man been there? So I guess uh, I'm asking you if you don't mind sharing, you know, how did that impact you later on in life? Now, uh, how old are you right now? Um, 31. Oh man, all you guys are young. All you, 31 all you, 32. <laughs> all you brothers are young. Man, you're making me feel old. Um, but uh, if you don't mind sharing that experience, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a benefit someone out there and, um, yeah. So for me, um, yeah, my dad wasn't really around. He, um, he would show up every now and again, great guy, you know, and I, and, you know, as I got older, I was able to kind of let go of any resentment I had. I mean, he's just a dude trying to figure this thing out. Like mm -hmm. none of us really know what we're doing. And, um, but for me, there was always like a, a want or a need for that. I was very unaware of that when I was younger, that there was a desire for like a male role model for that kind of energy, for that kind of attention from somebody. Yeah. Um, and I would seek it out um, from just peers, you know, like older friends that were older. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure exactly like the impact that it had on me, but I do know that there was a point in my life where I kind of had to get a little clear on who, who I was like right. uh, what I was about. Um, I grew up in, in between Seattle and Kansas, kind of between the two. So I saw this very, um, you know, kind of politically correct environment. Like we could use that terminology for Seattle, very um, kind of left leaning um, right. versus a very conservative kind of background in Kansas. And there's mm -hmm. qualities about both of those things I liked, but they, it really influenced, you know, who I thought I was as a man. Um, in Seattle, it's not as um, welcoming to be kind of that, to carry kind of that warrior energetic, um, which is kind of what I've been um, ever since I was young, but was very unaware of it. Mm -hmm. um, so there was parts of me that I kind of closed off and suppressed and wouldn't allow to be expressed in the way that they should be. And they came out sideways, um, you know, just running amok in the streets, being a, being a nuisance, fistfights, <laughs> things like this. Um, and it wasn't until I, and I was always still kind of seeking that influence. And I wasn't completely aware of it. But um, my early twenties, I ended up meeting an individual who's one of my best friends now that, um, they kind of helped me with a lot of that. You know, as my kickboxing instructor, he taught me a lot of um, martial arts and just what it means to, uh, what it means to be a solid individual, what it means to be like a solid man. And, um, and beyond that, you know, the work finding men's groups and work like that has also helped. Um, but for me, it definitely had an impact. It definitely, um, there was something missing. Um, there was something I was looking for. And it wasn't until 
I was a little bit later and I could look back that I could realize that that's what was taking place. Mm-hmm. That I found that um, in somebody um, that really helped me um, sharpen some of my edges and become um, and become much of the individual, much of the man that I am today. I certainly wouldn't have been without that influence, without mm-hmm. that role. Yeah, definitely understand. And I, actually, I just thought about this now. I'm asking you these questions and, and uh, inquired about you because from my perspective, you're, um, you're part of the tribe, uh, you know, your, your men's community, but your story is not singular. Many men who, um, who come to these communities are exactly like you. And I was, I was hoping you would delve a little deeper. Uh, actually you just gave us, uh, knowingly, unknowingly, I don't know. You just gave us an insight about the men who go seeking a tribe and community. So I dug a little deeper for you to kind of actually almost like a spokesman for the men that go there. If, if that makes sense about you by, sure. by you sharing yeah. your story. Yeah. Cause yeah, I know yeah, like you're not the only one who suffered. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I dug a little deeper to, to get, you know, maybe to get a little bit more insight about the individuals who uh, go to the tribe, maybe to someone who's listening uh, can relate to that. And uh, of course, uh, after a podcast and, and uh, after uh, upload, I provide all the information, the links or whatnot, and hopefully guide them. Uh, towards towards your community and and start building stronger men. So that was a, it was intentional, unintentional uh, prying into into Jackson himself. Well, it's important, you know. How can I sit here and help other people work through their stuff if I'm not willing to speak on mine? Exactly. You know? That that's a hundred percent. And um, and I was asking you about your your influence because I I like I told you I I, I spent time and and really dig deep further within myself and I, I know that the kind of uh, damage a father's home had like uh and I don't, i'm not sure if this was the case for you um because my dad wasn't there my mom had to step up mm-hmm. so because my mom stepped up i got an overabundance of a of a female lead a female uh influence which in turn made me a little bit more passive uh, somewhat indecisive, um, always seeking, af- uh, like basing my self-worth on the affirmation of women because I was seeking, uh, because, you know, I didn't have that balance between man and female, uh, man and woman, mom and dad. Um, those are the, the, the things that I struggled with. And I know that uh, some, some guys, they, they reach out to me, uh, they, they shoot me a message, Instagram, you know, how, uh, what can I do to, to, you know, kind of get other, out of that state of, of, uh, state of mind, uh, the kind of, um, I guess where I let the female make all the choices kind of like, a um, how should I say it? Uh, man, get into these, these uh, relationships where the women do everything for them. Because uh, really, in reality, in reality, these men have really just sought to replace their mother. And, and uh, if that makes any sense, like, uh, yeah, they go they go out of the home and then just seek someone to replace uh, their mom as far as like all making all decisions for them, because that's what they were exposed to. So uh, I saw that that impact in my life. 
in not just uh, with my addiction, but I, I struggled with indecisiveness. I struggled with self-worth. I constantly needed affirmation uh, when in reality, I just wanted, you know, a, a father to a son say, you're doing a good job. You're doing good. You know, I, I believe in you. I love you. That's what all I was seeking. And, um, you know, that's just the fallout that I experienced from, you know, not having that male lead in my life. And uh, I know that I'm not the only one. There's a lot of guys out there and maybe in your community as well that, that struggle with those kind of things because uh, the father wasn't there. Yeah, definitely. And there's some people, you know, that would struggle with similar things because their mother wasn't there because they were abused or because, um, you know, there's so many things that, that really shape us and that make us who we are. And, uh, and there just comes a point in our life when, you know, it's time for us to become aware of what we are, of who we are and start creating and becoming the person, maybe not even that we want to be, but the person that we're here to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that outside influence, whether it came from a father figure growing up or a community of individuals who are willing to tell you the truth about how you're showing up about your shortcomings and your strengths, mm -hmm. um, no matter where we get it from, um, it's important to have it. It's important to have that outside influence, that outside perspective. And it's important to have a good balance. You know, just if we just get all our feedback from men and none of it from women, well, we're missing half of the equation. If yeah. we get all of it from women and only and none of it from men, we're missing half as well. All of that's going to have an impact. It's just being aware of what's being conscious of what's impacting us. And then we can actually decide how we want to be, how, how we want to grow. But if we're blind to it, good luck. Yeah, ex exactly. And, and I totally believe in that awareness and, and recognizing those things. And of course, I, I, I'm not trying to say, <laughs> I hope like I'm not coming off that uh, kind of dismissing the female lead. But since we're uh, mainly targeted to, towards a male, I do uh, focus more on the male side. But I, I completely 100% agree that it needs to be balanced. Like I, yeah. I didn't want to come off as, as that you know, no, I don't think you were. I, I don't think you were, but I think it's important that those that, that gets dropped in, you know, from time to time. Because I know in, you know, in the history of, not the history, but in my experience with a lot of men's work, mm -hmm. um, it's not that like there's any intention to not address, you know, any of that stuff. But I think it's important just to, um, just to bring attention to it from time to time. The same way that we're sitting here in front of a microphone talking about how to be better men, there's women probably across the way doing the same thing. Exactly, and, yeah. Um, and a lot of times it just, we can, we can like stay in this conversation in a way that's like, supports the whole, the whole team. And not to say that you weren't doing that, but I feel like sometimes in men's communities, that happens, it becomes like this thing where we're like attacking the other gender or, um, yeah. and again, not that it was happening here, but I, I just think it's important that we also 
Have, have um, you run across this? Uh, well, I guess you did mention that, that you have run across that. And yeah, that, that's, there's, yeah, that's fun. That's little jabs here and there that, you know, people in the, it, it's weird. I think that, you know, we can address a lot of this, um, these kinds of things without, without that. We don't need that. Mm -hmm. There's no. And, go, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, we can, we can do, do it beyond that. Mm -hmm. And and I, 100%, uh, I, we need that balance. Men, uh, a man uh, addresses the, the the toughness and the the warrior mentality, and and how to lead and how to how to stay solid during the hard times. But that that female role model teaches us how to relate, teaches us how to communicate, teaches us how to how to how to be tender when the time uh, to be tender is is called for, especially with uh, with her. If you, uh, for in my case, uh, with my wife, and I have a daughter, you yeah. know, getting that female uh, feedback helps me relate to her better and be a better uh, father to her. So 100%, I agree that it needs to be balanced. And I, I don't take, um, actually, on my page, once in a while, I'll, um, I'll share a little something that, you know, we need to respect women, and, and they're not uh, actually a couple of days ago, I posted on something that, um, and it was, I meant it in general, but I felt it in my heart, how I was expressing the way I, I feel about my wife. And it was, um, you know, that, that she fuels my ambition. She inspires me. She motivates me to keep going, to keep doing what I'm doing actually, you know, with the podcast and, uh, the page, the man under construction page. And, and then I, I finished it off that, uh, you know, I, I know that you're not uh, below me or above me, but you're right beside me. And together we're conquering life. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and some some guy, some rando comes up and is like, oh, that blue pill is retarded. And I was like, I don't know. What are you talking about, man? Like, what are you and I'm sure you're familiar with these terms, red pill, blue pill. I was like, you know what? I don't care about the pills. I want a fruitful marriage. I want to have a rocking marriage. You know, I want a wife who loves me, who respects me, who respects my masculinity. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I really don't care what, what you label me, but I want to be happy in a relationship. I want to be um, elevated in my relationship. And, and those are the kind of relationships we, we need uh, as man to man and, and uh, you know, with a girlfriend, uh, your wife, you need to connect yourself with people that elevate you and make you better. And whether that's blue pill, red pill, it, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm better for it. And that's what, that's what counts at the end of the day. So I've gotten criticized for, for giving honor to my wife and to women in general. So <laughs> I've taken a few daggers. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty wild out there on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's yeah. Everything. It's everything. So. Yeah. That, you know, it brought up two things I just want to touch on briefly. You know, something that we explore a lot in the work that we do is this aspect of savage and saint. You know, it's important to have that savagery. It's important to have that hard edge, that, that side of yourself. It's important to be able to um, push through something, to break through something, to stick with something um, when things get difficult. And it's also important um, 
to be tender, to be loving, to be caring, and to be able to bring that to your relationship, mm-hmm. to be able to bring that to your children, to be able to bring that um, through your work. You know, we could, we could, there's all sorts of examples of individuals in business who, you know, were all about breaking through things and making money and else, and it has an impact. So when we bring that other element, that saintliness of things, that open hearted care, um, it really allows us to not only be whole, but to really impact the world in a very different way. And it's just important that we're aware of both sides of the coins. Cause again, denying one or the other, it's going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. It's going to be trouble if we don't cultivate the ability to be kind and loving. It's going to be trouble if we don't cultivate the ability to defend ourselves and defend people we care about. Um, so both are important um, for a man to be whole, in my experience, both are important. Um, so there's this aspect of savagery and saint, sainthood, saintliness. Um, and people call that all sorts of different things, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just the terminology we've used around it. Actually, I, I shared a post, it was uh, maybe about a month ago, and I, t- I, uh, I called it the warrior gentleman. It, and it's basically yeah. the same concept. Um, yeah. You're a warrior, you defend, you protect, but you come home and you take off that armor and you're gentle, you're kind, you're loving. Your, your children aren't afraid of you to come to you with their issues, your wife. So I, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I, I understand the concept of savage and saint, warrior, gentleman. Yeah, exactly. Warrior, gentleman. It's both, it's, it's all needed. It's all needed. Yeah, it's a fine balance there that we need to refine and work on constantly. A hundred percent. Definitely. And, and, you know, both of those things, as well as every other part of our life, uh, we really can't see. We really don't know how savage we come off. We really don't know how saintly, how soft we come off. And again, that's why it's important to have people around you. that are reflecting that back to you. Um, that are saying like, that are showing you, mm-hmm. showing you how not only, it's funny. We can surround ourselves with people for that reflection, but we can also just pay attention to the world around us. We're always being reflected how we're showing up. We're always being reflected on if we're coming across too hard, too soft. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in, in tribe and the community, we're about getting that feedback from the outside, from other men, from being supported in that way. But it would be silly to think that you need a community to give you feedback. It's happening all the time, all around us. And if we're quiet enough, if we're sensitive enough to what's happening in the present moment, we can learn a lot about how the world is receiving us. Exactly. We, we attract what we give out. And, and a lot of times we're giving out all this stuff and are uh, oblivious to the, um, the ripples that we cause in the water. I mean, we're throwing all these rocks or we're, uh, well, yeah, we're throwing a rock in the water, but we're oblivious to the ripples that it's causing. So we don't see the reflection. We don't see the cause and the, the, the stuff that our actions are causing. So you're right. It's who we are is reflected on the people around us. We're just blind to acknowledge it or don't want to acknowledge it in a lot of cases. A lot of cases. Yeah. 
So, yeah, man, a hundred percent. So um, I know you touched on a little bit of uh, what the, the tribe is all about that. It, it, what else does uh, the tribe delve into it, as far as uh, a man's community? Uh, what, what else uh, do you provide for, for, for men out there? Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of what we focus on is about purpose, freedom, and love like this, this itch that a man has to know his purpose. We talked a little bit about that to be clear mm-hmm. on purpose, to live a life of purpose. But why do we do that? You know, it, usually if we look at it, the reason we're chasing that dollar, we're chasing that marriage, we're chasing that orgasm is because at the end of it, there's this sense of freedom, like, ah, release, mm-hmm. being able to relax. Um, but if we're always chasing something, in order to feel free, then we're never going to really be able to experience freedom. It's always going to be the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. But you know, how many times have we achieved a goal and then said, all right, now it'll be the next thing. It wasn't that it'll be the next thing. And we move on. So if we're not able to kind of realize that, that freedom exists but our ability to just be present and be here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we're never really going to be able to experience it. I, I, I came across something like that. I was reading that, uh, in essence, we become adrenaline junkies, uh, right. spiritual or emotional adrenaline junkies, searching for that next goal, that next high. Like you said, that release, that, oh, I finally did something. We become spiritual, emotional adrenaline junkies. Yeah. And it, I'm sorry? Seeking. Is yeah, just and... Uh, but but the thing is, you know, if if anatomy and uh, our the way our body works can teach us anything, uh, too much adrenaline is is causes more damage than good. Mm-hmm. So, if we're constantly constantly seeking that adrenaline rush, emotionally at least, in the end, it's gonna you're gonna come out damaged. You know. Just like it does in, in our, our body, it starts to damage organs and starts to damage our heart. And uh, that's what happens to the, to the spiritual man. Yeah, if we're constantly doing that. Yes, sir. And it's important to seek, right? <laughs> so if we're not ever doing that, then again, um, there's going to be a downside to that too. So again, the, that balance is important. And, yeah. to, and to hold it and to be in a right relationship with it to be in a right relationship with the goals to say, you know, this is something that I do need to do in order to feel like I've lived my purpose on this earth. And at the same time, I understand that even when I do this and even when I accomplish it, I'm not going to be any more free in this moment. It's going to be the next thing. So it's like this right relationship, not actually thinking that that thing is going to solve this problem or scratch this itch. Mm -hmm. Being aware that's there um changes the game changes the game a little bit i think we should uh call it maybe the reason for seeking the reason because of course we need to seek we need to keep moving forward but the reason why we seek is is the key right there we're seeking for an adrenaline rush Mm -hmm. then of course you know in the end we'll um will we'll, uh, come out empty-handed, but we're seeking to fulfill a purpose. We fulfill something, a longing in our soul 
then that, like you said, that changes the game. That balance comes into play. 100% agree with you. Yeah. And the final piece that we kind of touch on, you know, in, in the group, there's a lot of things we touch on, but this cornerstone would be love. And mm-hmm. love not just being like a relationship with someone, but um, being willing to sacrifice who you are, who you think you are, being willing to give, put it all on the line for the sake of love for the sake of, and not like a relationship, but like love of your brother, love of the world, love of what is good Mm -hmm. Um, to step into things that you might not want to step into because it's the right thing to do. So for us, you know, that that's kind of the, the seeking of right doing the seeking of, and we express that, um, you know, through love, love. Why else would you do something like that? Put yourself on the line, put your life on the line for a cause. Like there's a, there's something driving that. And, um, and for a lot of people, it could be different things. Um, but freedom, purpose, and love is, are the three things that we really explore within the community. Um, as well as different corners, martial arts, <laughs> meditation, yeah. uh, relationship, brotherhood, business. Um, these six cornerstones, I might not have listed all six of them, but six cornerstones are kind of the areas where, you know, you could follow this path of martial arts all for your entire life and you could get to the center of it. You could get to the end of the journey of martial arts and you'll never be complete even when you get to the end of it. And in that process, in that journey, you'll have to shed so much of who you think you are that by the end of it, you'll be a completely different man. And the same is true for relationship, for business. The same is true for um, your own health and wellness, for meditation, that we can sit on the cushion for hours and hours on end and dissolve and dissolve and dissolve. And at the end of our lifetime, you know, that we just sat there we'll be closer to being the man that we know we need to be before we die. And there'll also be a limitless amount of work to continue doing. Mm-hmm. It'll never end. And uh, before we wrap, th- wrap things up, um, you touched on something uh, a little bit before you said freedom, freedom. And I forgot the one you mentioned purpose and love. Correct. And, and I want to talk about love. And I think, and I agree uh, that there needs to be a, a bond, you know, with a fellow brother, um, and, and of course with other people, like you said, the world and the things around us. But uh, since since we're talking about men, um, I think love between two brothers is stigmatized, and I think a lot of men are afraid of that, you know. Uh, and I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to say it. Um, I guess I'll, I'll try to word it a little different. They think, I think it's become sexualized. Sure. If I'm making myself like, it's taken a different route because, um, and I know a lot of guys are, are kind of uncomfortable with that. You know, hey, you know, hey man, I love you, bro. 
and or you know i love you man uh, but i think there's a stigma that we have to you know kind of pull back because uh, uh i guess because of the the culture that we live in now um it, it kind of hinders men kind of uh, you understand what i'm saying it kind of makes them hold back a little bit because of uh certain cultural differences or societal uh nuances i'm trying to i'm trying to say it without saying it because i I'm, i'm i really don't want to go into it and get some uh some hate or, or or some criticism so i'm trying to word it carefully but i think you know what i'm talking about yeah i mean it's just not part of our culture i mean for how long you know in the western world how long have we uh how long have we stigmatized that? You know, it's just been so long. And um, yet at the same time, it's always kind of been there. You know, we can, uh, you know, I see your uh, army flag in the background. There's a certain bond that happens yeah. when you go through struggle together. There's a certain kind of um, cohesiveness that takes place. There's a certain kind of relationship that's developed. And um, we may not use the word love to describe that, or the word love might have some sort of um, connotation that makes it kind of, eh, that's not it. But, uh, but it's always been part of the culture, but it, it's not really been something that there's been a lot of conversation about that people, you know, have been open about like that, that is, that's a bond that's being created. So, um, but, but that same energetic of that camaraderie, that support that, um, that I've got back has been important for a very long time. Yeah. We can call it whatever we want to call it, but at the end of the day, it's there, it's real. And, um, and when you don't have it, there's an impact. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I understand what you're talking about. I understand we need it. I, I need it. Uh, I need that brotherly connection to know like you said you know i got your back hey this guy has my back you know uh rain or shine i I know i can count on him but i can also count on him to to keep me in check Mm -hmm. let me know if uh kind of like you said you know two brothers out in a you know at war if i'm about to peek my head out and and my brother knows there's a sniper you know he loves me enough to pull me back down and let me know hey you're gonna get your head blown off better get down so uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, I see that, and, and we need it. And I wanted to, to, and I wanted to go back to it simply because of that. Um, like I said, it's been with us, but I guess, like you said, um, we haven't talked about it. And and now is the time to talk about it. And since we haven't, we've never talked about it. It feels uncomfortable, and there's certain uh, feelings or, or maybe uncomfortableness with it. And it's yeah. something that we need to make comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, just to be able to, I don't know the exact definitions, but apparently I believe it's Greece, like ancient, ancient Greece. They have different kinds of love. Yeah. Uh, I think you're talking about agape, phileo. Yeah. And in the West, we read some article on this. We only have the one. So we attribute everything to, you know, romantic kind of love but there's these other ways of you know having this uh support this like um you know 
I think there's a certain word selflessness for, it. for another person mm-hmm. that that may or may not have this component. And um, I just someone brought that up to me a number of years ago about you know in um, yeah ancient Greece or wherever it is there's these three different types or multiple different types maybe not even three um, but we don't have that and because of that yeah there is a stigma attached to like that kind that kind of relationship uh, yeah. it's a very interesting point yeah yeah definitely and and I, I forgot what that third one is it's agape phileo and, and another kind of love and each one yeah. means a one means relationship or, or a, uh, out of convenience, I guess. A love mm-hmm. out of convenience, if that makes sense. But uh, we won't go uh, too far into it. I know I've taken a lot of your time. So, so um, tell us uh, where people can find the tribe. Tell us uh, if, if people like to get a hold of you, if, if that's allowed. I don't know if, if you guys have one-on-ones or whatnot. Um, yeah, tell us about that. Where, where can people find you guys? Uh, of course, follow the Instagram, which is at alpha dot uh, tribe. Right. Yep, alpha dot tribe on Instagram. Um, we're also on. You um, say we are sacred dot org slash alpha tribe would be our main website that kind of shares everything that we're about, what we're doing, what we're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the email that I sent you, mm-hmm. uh, all the links regarding or all the links that are you know direct to you guys, uh, email me back and I'll post them on on this podcast so people can right. easy easy quick link uh, for so people can find you guys. So I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted. Just want to throw that in there. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. And I just say, you know, we have um, online men's groups that we do. Um, some of them are really tight containers. Some of them are. Um, once a month where everyone can kind of join and mm-hmm. drop in. We do in-person events, New York, Los Angeles. Um, you're in San Antonio, right? San Antonio. That's correct. Yeah. I have a guy out there I want to hook you up with. He's, he's doing the same kind of stuff that you are. Um, but uh, yeah. And we'll probably have events out in San Antonio, Texas soon. Oh, um, that, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep me posted awesome. on that. That's, that's right. Yeah. So I'll link you guys up. Really good guy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we are sacred.org slash alpha tribe. We'll talk about everything we've got going on. And if you just want to stay in the loop, um, alpha.tribe on Instagram is a place to go. And I'll shoot you those um, addresses and links and all that. And if people want, we're on Facebook. We got a Facebook group and, and all this as well, you know, whatever kind of suits your needs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, man, I'm humbled and honored that, that uh, you guys would sit down and talk to me. I, and I sincerely mean that. You know, I, I enjoy talking to other men and, and when they pour their heart it's it's like you said this is bond uh and i was talking to a, a, a gentleman before this that when when you share each other's scars it's almost like or you have something that you can relate to it's almost like doing battle you know what i'm saying like although i've never met you before but i've you know for some strange reason you know i feel connected you know because maybe we've had something similar or we're on the similar path walking the same steps so i it's it's awesome to connect with other men you know what i'm saying it's a great feeling and it, actually it's a, it's a if i can say it's a beautiful feeling it's it's amazing uh to know that that there's guys out there walking the same path so thank you so much i'm honored and uh i know that you 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 said that it's a couple of guys out there if you can uh let them know that i'm i'm uh, appreciate them and i'm so thankful that 
you know, that one of you guys came out to represent the Alpha Tribe. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking the time. It was great uh, talking with you, hearing your story, hearing what you're about, and uh, look forward to continuing the dialogue. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch and we'll, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Sounds good. All righty. Thank you, Jackson, once again for joining the Man Under Construction podcast. I really appreciate you stopping by and being honest and putting your guard down and sharing some things that normally people don't want to talk about, but I want to thank you for doing that. And I know some guys out there who are listening will walk away with something. And for the guys who follow the page, there's more to come, so so st- stick around and uh, continue to follow and engage uh, on the Instagram page, and have an awesome week.